Hey guys, um, it's your boy, girl, Drew Friday. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up for any of our listeners that have triggers. The beginning of this episode, um, specifically Tea Talk with Drew, is very emotional and very heavy um, and kind of personal. So if you're not at that point to where you're actively able to get through it emotionally, please fast forward because I don't want to trigger you with some of the emotions that you may hear. And I want you to emotionally be ready to hear it. So if you're not at that point, fast forward through Tea Talk with Drew. And if you are, welcome to what's going on. And I can't wait to hear your feedback. Thanks. I also want to specifically let you guys know we cover death um, in a Tea Talk with Drew. So if you're not at the point emotionally to listen and to dive into that, I completely understand. And that's why we have this trigger warning. Um, I thank you for listening and I hope you continue to grow with us and listen with us. Deuces. Yes, up, yes, up, yes, up, y'all. This is your boy, Drew Motherfucking Friday, and I'm with my favorite light skin. Your boy, Brock, what's goody? Welcome to the Top Bottom Theory, the place where we top these tops. And let these bottoms know, you matter, bitch. Period. What's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the second episode of Top Bottom Theory. It's your boy, Drew Friday, and I'm sitting here with my favorite light skin. That boy, Barack. How are y'all? How are you? You know, I'm here. I'm queer. Shaking some tits. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling cool. Cool as a polar bear's toenail. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How do we know that a polar bear's toenail is really cool what if it's like lukewarm it's like cold as a witch's tea like it's just i'm cold in a motherfucker baby you know <laughs> episode two we in here you know we had a lot of views on episode one yes thank y'all so much for listening like and i'm glad y'all enjoyed it got a lot of good feedback thank you for the feedback if you did give it back so you know thank you if for you threw it back know. if you threw back the feedback you know shout out to y'all you were so late with these <laughs> puns <laughs> Because listen, some people text me and let me know that they masturbate without watching any type of videos. Yeah, it's a um, real thing. You know, I want to kind of shout that person out, but you know, I don't want to put your business on front street, but sis, you know who you are. And that's on period. All right, well, welcome to the Top Bottom Theory, you know? Place where we top these tops. And let these bottoms know you matter, bitch. Period. Hey, hey, hey Drew Sedora, what's the tea talk, bitch? So today on Tea Talk with Drew, where I get to talking and you get to spilling, we're going to get a little personal. I had one topic, but on our way to the studio, I received a phone call from my stepmom um, about my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So I kind of definitely want to, this episode is for her. Okay. Um, I'm down for it. So, uh, I'm going to give you guys a story because it just really 
made me realize we're getting older, which means our parents yes. are getting older, yes. which means our grandparents are getting older. Mm-hmm. And it makes you realize that, hey, every day is not promised. Um, so in January, my grandmother, my I live with my parents. Uh, when I moved from New York, I moved back with my parents. Um, so they have this like massive house in Canton, Georgia. If anybody knows where Canton, Georgia is, it is far as fuck. Um, we live two exits south of where Jesus laid his slippers. Um, but you know, they got a little, they, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> where Jesus laid his slippers. <laughs> they got a nice property. They got a nice house. They're doing good for themselves. You know, they, uh, uh, they a lesbian married couple. They out here black doing it. So, you know, <laughs> I'm happy for them. However, comma, this house is two exits north of where, Je- south of where Jesus laid his slippers. Baby. Um, so my grandmother lives there, lives with them. Um, well with us as well. So one day, um, my grandmother came home, um, and she was very dizzy. She couldn't walk and she was vomiting and it was uncontrolled vomiting. So I called my mom and I'm like, Hey, yo, Lisa, Hey, yo, sis, lean. My grandmother's name is Marlene. I call her lean. If anybody can tell me where the fuck I got lean from, you my motherfucking nigga. Who wanted with lean? That was that shit. That was my movie. Favorite movie. Um, Lean was throwing up uncontrollably. I'm like, sis, Lean has been in the bathroom for 15 minutes just throwing up. I'm a little nervous, sis. Um, and my mom was like, okay, I'm leaving work. This is at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. My mom was like, I'm leaving work and I'm going to come home. We're gonna. Can you come with me and take her to um, to urgent care? And I was like, yeah, I'll come with you. Um well, my mother hangs up the phone. My grandmother, I walk her upstairs to her bedroom, tell her don't take change her clothes and get her nightgown and shit like that because, you know, old people like to get up out their street clothes and lay in a nightgown because they don't want to lay in their street clothes in their bed. Um, I was like, don't come up out your street clothes, sis. You know, stay like this because, you know, we're going to take you to urgent care. And she was like, okay. Um, I go downstairs, I think, to grab her phone. And as I'm walking back up the stairs, all I hear is, boom. I walk into the bathroom and my grandmother's in between the tub and the toilet bleeding from her head. Oh my God. Um, and for our friends that know me, y'all know I watch Grey's Anatomy. I think I'm a surgeon in my head. I am, I am not the calmest person in emergencies. Mm-hmm. So don't call me if you like, bitch, if you dying and it's blood everywhere, I'm not the most rational person. I tend to think out of emotion and I start crying. Um, but per- this particular incident, I was very, very calm, and like light's gonna tell y'all. I normally, when something happens, I'll call him. I didn't immediately call him. I was, I was really, really calm. I called my mom. I said she fell. I'm calling um ambulance. You know, I'm calling the people because she's bleeding. So I called them. Um. We take her to the hospital. The hospital does a CAT scan. They say everything is fine. They just say it's her blood pressure and her sugar is just up. And they send us home. She comes home. She goes to sleep for a couple of hours. And she wakes back up at like 1 o'clock in the morning. And she's in the bathroom. And she's vomiting vomiting again. I can hear her because my bedroom wall is on the other side of her bathroom wall. So I can hear her in the bathroom. So this time I'm timing her. 
and she was in there for another 20 minutes. And at this point, you have nothing in your system but medication, sis. So you're just throwing up stomach acid. So something is wrong. And I had said to my mom when she first moved into the house, yo, I think it's something wrong with grandma. Like, it's something wrong with Lean, like, up in her brain. Like, her brain ain't functioning right. Like, sis ain't remembering stuff. Like, sis not writing down her medications like she used to do. Like, my grandmother has diabetes, so she used to check her sugar all the time. And she would write down her sugar and write down the time. My grandmother used to be out here. She's 75. She used to be out here 75, kicking and thriving and living. She used to take walks around her subdivision. Like, she was cool. Mm-hmm. Like, she wasn't like, no, you know, 675. Um, she just wasn't doing things like she normally does. So the second time we took her, um, they said the same thing. CT is clear. Um, it's just her blood pressure and her sugar is high. You know, it's probably from, you know, stress. So this is a Wednesday night. Wednesday night, the first visit, they send us home. Now we're going back to the hospital Wednesday night going into Thursday. And they tell us the same thing. And they send us home Thursday Thursday morning at like 5 o'clock in the morning. My grandmother was fine the rest of the day, Friday, Thursday. She was fine Friday. My parents went the fuck out of town Saturday. I had a gig. And before I left for my gig, my grandmother just did not look right. She was vomiting again. And she just kept saying she had a headache. And she, just did, and she was like, I'm just dizzy. And she, at this point, she was laying on the bathroom floor and she couldn't get up. So I picked her up, and mind you, I'm 120 pounds, y'all. 5'7". I'm a little bitch. Don't let pictures fool you. It looks like I'm tall. It looks like I'm, I got a little weight on me. Nah, y'all, that's pads and titties. That's socks and couch cushions. I'm tiny. So I'm carrying my grandmother, who's practically my grandmother. Brock, you saw my grandmother. She's like, she was a little bigger than me. Mm-hmm. So I'm carrying her ass up two, y'all, my house has two flights of stairs. So I'm carrying her up those stairs at this point. And at this point is when I freak out because that's happening. She can't walk. She's saying she can't really see. My moms are out of town Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, this is, this is scaring me. I have to go to work and I don't feel comfortable leaving her. So I end up calling out of work and while I'm trying to figure out what to do when I'm calling out of work. My grandmother falls again, and she passed, both times she passed out. And this time she passed out, she hit the wall to my room and then the floor. So I called the ambulance again. Um, This is when I freaked out and I called you, Lyskin. And I was literally sitting in a closet hyperventilating. Um, And we get to the hospital, and I'm like, no, mm mm-mm. Mm-mm. Grey's Anatomy needs to come out now Y'all need to do an MRI Y'all need to do a blood panel Y'all need to see what's wrong Because y'all kept saying the CT was clear Now at this point This is the third visit to the hospital And now we get a black doctor Sis was like Okay so why do you think she needs an MRI So I'm giving her backup stories My grandmother don't remember anything She I can have a conversation with her Five minutes later she's asking me the same questions Again um, her movements are slower. Like I'm just running down different symptoms that I that I could see, and uh, um, they do an MRI and come to find out my grandmother had been have had a stroke Wednesday, the original day we took her, and she had been having like many strokes after that. So they had to keep her in the hospital. Um, and since then, this is January, y'all. We're now at the beginning of March. Um, I received a phone call today saying how. Um, 
my grandmother is not gonna get any better and it like it sucks because it's like you realize like all you you don't really realize that people can go mm-hmm. and like every day's not promised until it's like actually happening and I'm trying to learn how to communicate about it and to not like bottle things in because for me, I tend to do that. I bottle things in and I act like everything's okay and I don't open up and talk about things. Um, And I'm actively, I don't want to be that person. Like I don't want to be that person anymore. So it's like, I'm trying. However, it is, it's kind of hard. And Parts of me want to talk about it, but then the other parts of me don't want to talk about it because it was really traumatic to see her laying on the floor, bleeding from her head. Like, that was, it was, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if any of you guys are dealing with stuff and don't know how to communicate. I just want you to know that you're not alone. It's it may be hard to communicate and to express your feelings. However, keeping them bottled and locked up, it's that's also not healthy. So just like you, I'm trying to figure out how to communicate how I feel and my emotions. I feel that. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Definitely. Um I'll just say, you know, I do fuck with you the long way and the short. So if you do need to talk about it, you know, definitely feel free to talk about it. The long way and the short. I fuck with you the long way and the short way. Like, definitely um, let me know what's going on if you need to or if you don't need to, you know. Um, I, to myself, had to deal with a death recently like that. I feel like that affects us, affects us all differently and shows us you know how we need to kind of look at life differently and i feel like um now that we're approaching our mid ages like a lot of this these things are happening we are starting to see our family get a little bit older so um from peer to peer friend to friend like yeah like i fuck with you a long way in a short way that's not something easy to deal with so if you do need to talk about it definitely talk about it um if you don't know how to that's okay too you know if you feel safe enough to have those conversations with me you know i definitely fuck with you so you know definitely get those situations out um, but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, I do know your grandmother and that happened very quickly. I'm, I'm so sorry for her. It was like really fast. Fast as shit. Like we were just, we was just at my house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And Lean was bopping. She bopping. was listening to Megan Thee Stallion. What? Yeah. Y'all was next to each other on the couch. Mouth wide open. Knocked. Slump. <laughs> Slump. Me and her both ate and went and got on the couch and called that shit quits. Like slump city, baby. Yeah, I'm I'm really sorry. Like, but you know, I I will say like something somebody told me, and this is nothing to discredit life in general because life should always be celebrated. Um, and it is always sad to see our our family go. But it's like your grandmother got to see a she got to see a lot, and it's like she lit. You were you were blessed enough to have somebody that old in your family or older in your family that got to see that much. That's a lot of wisdom. Like. I told you, like, even the last time me and your grandmother did speak, she said something to me that stuck with me and changed me, um, something I still, like, frequently think about. So, 
you know, think about those good times, you know, if you still have time to go see her, definitely chill with her, kick it with her, you know, fuck with Lane one time. I just don't time. like going up there because she don't, she definitely doesn't look like her stuff. Smoke a blunt with her. I keep saying that to my mother. Smoke a blunt with her. I keep saying, like, let me Smoke put some, a blunt. Let, me, let me put some weed in her motherfucking um, tea. Yeah. Like, well, I'm about to say that to her now. She, she, she sis is going to hospice. Yeah, so it's like, let me get a blunt with you one time. And I said it to her. I was like, lean, we can smoke, then I can smoke you out. And she started laughing. If you, if, okay, so the, uh, Brock knows my grandmother, y'all. So, like, my grandmother is, like, a, 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 a good Christian. Like, she's a Christian woman. But sis rolled for a bitch. Sis was going to the store, got me rollers for wigs. Sis was going and buying yeah. me stockings for drag. Sis was in it. Like, sis has pictures of me and had pictures of me hanging in her house in drag. Yeah. That's my grandson, bitch. It's, it's crazy because, like, when it comes to grandparents, like, my mother and her grand, my mother and her mom, of course, my grandmother, they weren't always the closest. But something my mom always told me, she's like, I feel like your grandmother's trying to have the relationship with you that she wanted to have with me. Or she's trying to do better by you because she didn't have that relationship with, with me. me. And I, I feel like that happens a lot of times. It's kind of like when we our grandparents are so nice to us or so giving to us or just wanting to be around us and support us in whatever we're doing. I feel like that they feel like that's their second time to try things over again. Um, so that's honestly what it, that could have been. Like, it's like with our grand, just like our grandparents, just like our parents. Our grandparents had our parents young. Yeah. So it's like they didn't know what to do. Yeah. It's like with us being millennials and Generation X, we're not having kids at such young ages at that they were having it. Our grandparents were our grandparents were having kids at fourteen, fifteen. I had hunching. Having six, seven, eight kids. I had hunching for real. Married. Neither one of like, mine was. Like, but. like really, like, like, let's really think about this. I don't know how old your grandmother is, but my grandmother. My grandmother. How old is Lynn? I ain't gonna hold y'all. I don't even remember. But my my grandmother and my mom were both sixteen when they had their kids. When they had their kids, mm-hmm. like, Lean, she was out here. Like, my mother was born the same year that Dr. King died, was shot and killed. Like let's wow. but let's think about that. That was it's actually not that long ago. It it, it, it wasn't. It's, so our well, grandparents were growing up with Dr. King and actually living those lives. So they were having kids and getting married at earlier ages than what we're. <sighs> yeah, definitely not doing that right now. Definitely not. I'm doing not even that, about Some kids of us right are. Now. Some of us are actually actively having kids at 16, but not getting married. Um, so the fuck what? I mean. I mean, but here's the thing, like, life is life in general. Like, it is. It's just in different generational things. Like, we're also the generation who have more LGBTQ community members. Yeah. Identif- identifying people than any other generation. And we're more sexually times, fluid and we're more sexually confident. Times have changed. And, like, that's something for me when I start thinking about, like, we're getting older and our family's getting older. It's just, like, certain things have changed with generations. Yes, um, when it was our grandparents, they were definitely more families at homes there were more dinners at the tables things like that we also have a generation of um more people of being entrepreneurs working for themselves yeah so, so I mean, it's life has changed a lot. lot like even thinking about like um recently i had a friend who passed he wasn't even 30 yet like he was just our age and it's just like that a went by really our, fast a lot of kid people our age are dying faster that happened so damn fast like it's like uh the boy triple x extension con or whatever his name is i'm so sorry but he died he passed so fast like he was so young that he couldn't even have like legally a drink yet like life does not hold it's, for nobody yeah so like 
I say all this to say, hug your family a little tighter. You yeah, know? definitely. Fuck with your peoples. You know, and uh, don't l- don't j- stop e- existing and live. Mm-hmm. Like, if you feel like you're just existing, you got to stop that. You got to start living. Yeah, and seeing things and seeing the world and just. <sighs> I'm sorry, friend. Damn. Yeah, but that's the tea with the tea talk with Drew. Um, you know, keep me in your prayers, whoever you pray to. You know, me and my family lift it. Thank you. Um, let's spin it on over to you, cause if we keep going, I'm gonna start crying. Yeah, I mean, I'm so sorry to hear that. Hey, favorite light skin, what we got going on with broke entrepreneur? All right, so this week on broke entrepreneur, I want to talk a little bit about uh, sexual manifestation. Um, do you or have you ever heard of? Uh, sexual manifestation no i have not so i'm curious to hear what's going on not until you said it earlier and like you said it to me earlier and you wouldn't give me any type of like explanation you was like we just gonna wait and you just gonna hear about it mm-hmm. so all right well how much do you educate. believe in manifesting things through your life or career percent? i do i I, be- I believe in that 110 percent. okay um recently i had a car reading and one of the cards that came back were sexual manifestation. I've heard of this, but not in like great depth. Um, so I went to pretty much online to a site called uh, Modern Day. I'll pull up in a moment. Uh, but I was reading on that and just trying to find out exactly what sexual manifestation was. And make a long story short, like I found like pretty much like through your seven chakras, you can manifest certain things in your career um, or just life during having sex, just like you would if you were just meditating on the floor. Um, do you know what your seven chakras are? I know some of them, but not all seven. Okay, bad. Well, um, your root chakra, which will technically be located like at your gooch, pretty much. Um, yeah, that's you your. Know I know that. I was gonna get that pierced. I had thought about Good it. Good luck. I thought about it, and I saw a video of someone getting it done, and I was like, "Fuck no!" Have you ever seen that movie, um, Senseless, with Marlon Wayans? No. Or, there was like pretty much like the movie was like he took an experimental drug and all his senses were heightened mm-hmm. and he had a roommate and his roommate was actually a person who played shaggy in the movie mm-hmm. and he got his gooch pierced and had like his key down there and like throughout the movie like he was shaking shit and you can hear the fucking like jingle going he has gooch pierced and had his key, house key down there bitch please now i know you fucking lie bitch please now i know you fucking lie so I, his house key was was down where his gooch was so he had to like grab his house key in order to I get, I don't know what system. Like is. that's what I'm gonna think about. Like so now I have to go in my pants every time I need to go get my house key. And I feel like it was probably like a chain hanging on it or something of the sort. You just have to like watch the the movie. Now see see see. Here's my sit, stitch. I do drag and I wear pads. <laughs> Child, my she's stabbing you on your like nuts all day. It's gonna smell like boy. Okay. Um. Well, your red chakra, the root chakra. Um. That's that would be um a place where for example if you're trying to manifest money uh-huh. that'll be a good place to have your orgasm from when i have your orgasm from i mean for the example uh you know when you do have an orgasm you kind of tense up a certain part of your body some people like they clench their legs some people clench their abs whatever the situation is um so the notes i took on your root chakra or just the chakras in general uh, when it comes to manifesting these things um, when you're manifesting earth-based abundance such as money manifest your energy through your root chakra 
when channeling your orgasm for the man uh, manifestation of earth-based abundance shift your focus to your we're gonna say gooch because i don't know how to pronounce the fucking word how she spelled i feel like it's um perineum i'm gonna say gooch because that's what the fuck i was talking about it was <laughs> i don't know her so uh to do this you can have your partner massage your gooch during sex or you can do it yourself during masturbation um at the at the point of climax visualize yourself shooting your manifestation out and then to the universe throughout your spine so pretty much when you're starting to have your orgasm like that's when you need to start tightening that that specific muscle and visualizing whatever your manifestation is so if you're in a, a broke time in your life if you start to manifest things like for example like a big thing for me was like i want a new space i want a new job i want a new life not saying that i was having my orgasms at that fucking time but it's just like if i wanted if i wanted to just like i was doing my regular um meditating if i would start like meditating from my specific gooch area and having more orgasms thinking about that then i could have probably been in a better space at a better time mm -hmm. right so then you have your sacral chakra uh, the sacral chakra is located within your pelvis and is associated with emotion as well as sexual energies. Manise manifesting things through your uh, sacral chakra when you desire emotional stability or to be more intimate with your partner. The sacral chakra is usually the go-to chakra for sex. Um, it is an energy center within the body that we naturally focus on during, or during an orgasm. Although if we have a blocked uh, sacral chakra, you will not find this statement to be true. If your sacral chakra is open and balanced, you should experience a wave of contentment and emotional stability following the orgasm, as well as satisfaction within the intimate connection between you and your partner. Um, these feelings are essentially an instant manifestation that results from channeling your orgasm through your sacral chakra. If you desire emotional stability and intimacy, channeling your attention directly through your sacral chakra uh, during orgasm. To intensify this technique further, use scented candles or essential oils. Your sexual encounter as a sacral chakra is known to be stimulated by sensory experiences. So, for example, like the smell and touch and taste of things. Like so your, basically, if you like eating ass. I don't know. And here's the thing, like sex happens. So like you can literally be meditating in eating ass. Yes. That's where I was going with that. So you could be doing two things at one time, knocking two things off your to-do list at one motherfucking time. Pretty much, like pretty fucking much. Manifesting mm. money, um, new business life, ventures, new, whatever the situation is. You new could be, sur living surroundings. You can do that during sex, right? Um, so from thus far, if you can, are in those specific two areas as far as like money and then your intimacy is that something you would try or do or like yeah can you think about thing. something during if that? i'm broke i'm definitely not gonna be sitting here actively willing and wanting to have sex i've actually read things that said like for men specifically it's harder for men to have sex when they're not when they don't feel stable i can say for me personally i i can definitely understand that like that's the last thing that's on my mind granted i'm probably going to meditate but I'm not even necessarily thinking about meditating during meditating during sex. sex. However, now like knowing this and like knowing the techniques, just like you know your own meditating techniques, I'm more likely to try this. Like I know, like I said, I've definitely tried this. I don't know. If How was it? it? How was it when you tried it? And I feel like just like with any type of meditation, it's going to take time to kind of like learn the techniques. Uh -huh. But it's definitely something like I've actively focused on now. I'm like. Okay, let's try it, see how it goes. Um, 
I'm definitely gonna like tell a couple friends this. I'm like, I want to know like your experiences. Like, if you manifest, for example, like money, like do you see a difference in your money coming in, or are you getting different job offers, or whatever the situation is? I definitely want to see how that goes. Right. So. Like yeah. Like yeah. And I'm then, like curious. And then you have different um, chakras. Your heart chakra. Um, if you start having your orgasm and focusing on your um channeling your orgasm through your heart chakra uh that would be to for example manifest love whether it be a romantic um soulmate connection or even just deepen a friendship uh you have your throat chakra um you manifest this when you're trying your to chakra. right <laughs> you manifest ah! through your throat chakra when you want to work on like self-expression creativity enhanced uh communication skills um and this one says to manifest through the throat chakra focus on the climax of your sexual energy towards your throat of course when your throat chakra has been activated you will experience a very vocal orgasm uh let out a, a long let it out along with powerful energy um of your desires so i don't know if that means i wouldn't say of course yell out some shit like i'm a billionaire like i want to say some shit like that but if you're focusing your energy towards that you'll probably hear somebody that's a little more vocal i've been with people and they're like quiet as shit when they have an orgasm so i know that's, that's probably really not, weird it's that's probably not, probably not where they're focusing their energies um something interesting that i also read about read about is that saying that there are certain men who are for example like extremely powerful who have like high sex drives and do you know anybody like that like yeah so, definitely so naturally and not even trying they could be actually manifesting things through sex and not even be aware of it I can see that. I can see that. Right. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there's definitely been certain times where it's like in my relationship, I probably definitely manifested things, but not intentionally. And they've definitely happened. Um, so something I'm like aware of now is just like now that I'm focusing on it, is it going to be like 10 times over or if it's going to be like not going to happen as naturally? Um See, I feel like I would over, I would probably be thinking so much as far as manifesting things that specifically would be my thing. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be able to figure out or pinpoint exactly what I want to manifest during because there's so many things that you can concentrate on your throat, your heart, your gooch. But like, that's just a matter of like wearing, where to focus that when you're about to have orgasm. Like it also is saying things like practice like the stop and go method. So pretty much like edging. I guess you can say like I failed at that. <laughs> and then it's, it even goes as far as saying like even when you um throughout the whole process like think about your goals or whatever you're trying to manifest throughout the whole time it doesn't have to necessarily be in a sense you're having sex and right as you're having an orgasm then focus on so it the whole time so while you're having sex you should be thinking about your time. goals and, but then in hindsight when you really think about it even when you're doing it and you're just masturbating on your own and it's like I have to think about getting my nut, but as well as manifesting my goals. I do. I would. For Not example, saying that that's a lot to think about. I mean, here's the thing: like when you sit and meditate, you meditate sitting on the floor anyway, yes, or but on you're a not bed. actively. If you're doing it, say for instance, you're actively not. Okay, so here's the thing: I know some people that actively have sex to satisfy the other person. So while you're satisfying the, so since you're trying to actively think about satisfying the other person, is it cap? Are you capable to actually still think about satisfying the other person as well as manifesting your goals and your dreams while you're 
having sex and having that orgasm well it actually talked about that and that's where coming into in a sense masturbating or having sex with yourself or being with somebody like intercourse wise like it talks about that like when you when you're by yourself you don't have to worry about that when you meditate you're by yourself so you don't necessarily have to worry about that um it also it was saying pretty much like if you're having sex with somebody like not to just do it randomly mm-hmm. like if you're in a relationship with somebody and like in a committed relationship it's easier to manifest things because then your energies are more likely to be open versus if it's just like a random hookup they probably just think about getting a nut and then you have to focus on pleasing somebody so that's probably not the person you want to manifest with in the first place but i'm not really focused on being in a relationship so there's that being the person i am i'm like i'm gonna touch the stove because i'm gonna try it anyway but just like manifesting positive things we also have to know that there's a counterbalance there's bad things so it's like what if somebody has bad ass energy and they're manifesting or they're not in the best space energy wise sex wise and you're trying to manifest goals and they're like think about some other shit that can really fuck you up right so hmm, here's the thing right here's a, here's a real thing so it leads back to last week's episode with masturbating without watching porn mm-hmm. for those that sent me messages and said that they don't watch porn while they masturbate while 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 they masturbate while why not try masturbating and manifesting your goals at the same time and let me know how that works i say try i'm definitely trying i'm gonna see where she goes like because i have so goals that want masturbating when i do or if i do i mean whatever okay so how did it work when you actually masturbated and were mani- manifesting it, it's just like regular meditating like meditating just doesn't happen naturally mm-hmm. i would say it doesn't happen naturally if you're a very peaceful mind kind of person then yes uh when i first started meditating it was really hard for me because like i i have what they would consider it's just like that your mind isn't resting point um so i had to focus on something small like when i started reading on different techniques a technique i was told was just like focusing on something small like for an orange like for example like an orange when you touch an orange you know it was specifically what it feels like when you see it you know what it looks like you can focus on orange and that's something small enough you can hold in your hand so if you start focusing on that orange and you're able to like in your mind if you're sitting in your room and you can focus on your mind saying this is what this is this is what it looks like xyz you're already at the first step so now you have to picture yourself in a white room or somewhere quiet to build upon that it's almost like inception the fucking movie like that's kind of almost how meditating is so it's just like when you're having your orgasm and you're about to shoot shoot your low or do whatever you need to do like you start focusing on manifesting your money your goals whatever situation is then you can do that so it's like why not do that for me i manifest sitting on the floor so it's like if i can manifest masturbate huh i don't be doing shit anyway so why not kill two birds with one stone two fucking birds one stone when do you what's the perfect hours for you to meditate because for me i realize i wake up at like five six o'clock in the morning and i was told that that's god trying to talk to you so i don't know if you really want to be trying to masturbate at that time then wait let me finish (laughs) so for me whenever i wake up and i'm actively just like up i feel like and since someone said that to me that's the time that i actively try to meditate i'll pray and then i'll meditate and actively try to like just sit there and clear my mind so hmm, maybe pray 
meditate. Masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck. I mean, I mean, that's your thing. Do your thing. Um, I mean, because if you think about it, all your that's the way to start the everything day. Everything is open. Yeah. Um, I have to find out. I'll probably like try to find some way of posting the site that I got all the notes from. It's too many. I'm not gonna read that shit. But Maybe pretty much it was just saying, post the hyperlink on the page. Yeah. Also, you guys, sorry sidebar. We do have an Instagram now. Look us up on Instagram. Top bottom theory. Sorry. Um, it was on my mind. So, pretty much it was saying like when you're having an orgasm that's like the best time to manifest things because all of your chakras are pretty much opened at that time so if you're trying to get a coin if you're trying to manifest love into your life if you focus on those specific chakras you can do that at that time of having an orgasm just like when you're stressed out or if you need to calm down you go home and meditate that's personally what i do as far as when i do that it's typically probably like later at night but to be honest when i'm more sexually active it's typically later at night so it's like why not like you said, kill two birds with one stone. Kill the head, the body will follow. I don't think I want to use that for this particular thing. I know, but <laughs> it, it, it felt right, so I went for it. What do you typically meditate? Like when I'm stressed or... Like time of the day, do you think is the best time? Typically, I've probably later at night, like in the middle of the night. Just like I said, like when I'm typically sexually active in the middle of the night. So it's like, why not do it at that time? Um, so yeah, definitely... I'll, once I post the link, um, you kind of like find where you're trying to focus. I definitely want to like get your feedback and see how y'all are doing. Um, friend, you try it too. I'm definitely going to try it. Siraja. Sinclair Dupree, you try it. Let us know. Try it. Let me know. Like, masturbate. Period. Like, <laughs> so what was your your experience? Damn like? it. You don't have a mic. We'll, we'll, we'll get her to write a, a statement and we'll okay. post it. Um, also something I wanted to talk about, um, for business of the week, if you guys have a business that you want to submit to us, if you know something, or if you guys want to send us a product, uh, let us try it out or just get your product out there. Please email us, email us at the top and bottom theory at gmail.com or follow us on IG and Twitter, uh, top and bottom theory. And yeah, get your product out there. Period. Not period. Period. No tampon. What? That's something kids are saying. That's some gross. Wow. Trash. All right. Well, uh, being that you're leading this show this week, uh, do you have the theory, the top and bottom theory this week? I sure do. What's up, y'all? Guess what time it is to get into the top, bottom, motherfucking theory. Period. This week um, with top, bottom theory, um, we didn't dive into it last week. Last week, we did grab the loop as a whole game so that <laughs> way you guys can get to know us. So this week we're letting you know our segments and getting you into the episode and into the gig. Yeah, it's period. So this week I took the lead on the top bottom theory and um, it's based around a movie. Um, if you have not seen it, please, please, please hurry up and go and see it because it's going to be off of Hulu soon. Um, it was a movie that was on Freeform. Um, it's called The Thing About Harry. Um, I'm going to give you guys- It's a romance movie? Huh? It's a romance movie? It is a romance comedy movie and it's geared towards the LGBTQ plus community. Anybody transform? What you mean did anybody transform? Like, like anybody, anybody transition? No. no it, I mean like did anybody turn from like a car 
to like some machine. No, it's not some nigga shit. Not some boy shit where you somebody jump out a window and somebody gonna get shot and some shit gonna go down. It's not Taken. It's not Transformers. It's not. It's the motherfucking Notebook. You said it's the Notebook. Yes. Mm. Get in. Feel some love in your life. Okay. Feel Mm. some love. You need it. She feels real shaky. I don't know. She's not shaky. She's actually a really great movie and she opens your eyes to a lot. Okay. Well. So I'm going to give you the brief overview. Okay. Um, I have two different overviews. One is short, and I'm going to read you guys the longer one as well. The short Who's the one villain? Co- huh? Who's the villain? Anywho, the short one is high school enemies Harry and Sam are forced to share a ride to their hometown for a party. Things take a turn when Sam learns Harry has come out. Stuck spending the night together, Harry and Sam wonder if they could be more than friends. Now, I read that one and was like, now, nah, bitch. After seeing this movie, that didn't give you the full scoop. And you know me. I like to give you the tea. So here you go. As a favor to a friend, Sam reluctantly begins a road trip to his hometown with his high school bully, Harry. During the trip, Harry casually reveals himself to being pansexual. Shocking Sam that they share a connection. However, upon arrival, Harry ditches Sam to make up with his ex-girlfriend. A year later, Sam runs into Harry during a party and he insults Harry by calling him a slut. Despite his best friend, Stassi, pushing them together, six six months later, Sam is brought by his new boyfriend, Paul, to a bar trivia where he stumbles upon Harry and his roommate, Zach. Sam chooses Harry's answer to trivia questions over Paul's, causing Paul to leave and break up with him. Over the next few months, Sam and Harry grow closer as friends. During Chicago Pride celebration at a bar, Harry asks Sam whether the latter would consider dating him. Sam reveals his stance against dating friends and thereafter stumbles upon Harry making out with Stassi. Let's not forget, Harry is pansexual. At a brunch three months later, a drunk Sam insults Stassi and Harry by predicting their relationship won't last, after which he loses contact with both. With, a, with encouragement from his roommate, Casey, Sam begins finding dates using apps, which does not go well. A year later, Stasi reconnects with Sam and asks him to be the man of honor at her wedding to Zach, which is Harry's best friend. So, like, apps like Grindr and shit. Yeah, Grinder, Jacked, Plenty of Fish, Tinder. And you yeah. said Harry is the... Harry is pansexual. pansexual. Sam is gay. Sam was a nerd. Harry was a jock in high school. They end up going to the same college, and they're from a small town, so they have the same friends. One of their friends is getting married. That friend called um, Sam and said, hey, Harry's girlfriend broke up with him because he's a dick. And so they were trying to fuck around. He's like, he's single now. No, oh. because they didn't know he was pansexual. They wanted her, They wanted to know if Harry could ride with Sam to their engagement party. On their way to the engagement party, they're sitting in the car, and Harry ends up telling Sam that I'm pansexual. I thought you knew that. Like I fuck with boys too. Basically. Okay. Um, they for end up, those who don't know who what pansexual is, can we discuss that? Because pansexual, I I, sure um, you're not attracted to. The physical person it's you're not attracted mental. to man woman you're attracted to the connection that you have with said person 
So it could be a man, it could be a woman, or it can be someone that's transitioning from man to woman <clears throat> or woman to man. Yeah, I feel that. Um, so long story short, when Stasi and uh, Harry and Sam end up meeting for brunch, Sam ends up getting thoroughly real trashed and he got real drunk and he said some fucked up shit that they deserved here because your best both of your best friends ended up getting together and Stasi motherfucking knew that Sam had a crush on Harry once Stasi somebody that was on Bad Girls Club there is a cat there is a girl um named Stassi Stassi was whooping ass club. and she was she was big and she was black and she was fucking bitch I heard that she was big and she was black <laughs> shut <laughs> the fuck up. up and I love Stasi. Um, long story short, within the movie, um, I don't want to give too much away. Sam and Harry end up reconnecting at Stassi's wedding. And I'm not going to tell you guys what happened at the wedding. I want you guys to watch the movie. I want you guys to really see what happens within the movie. So. It's like jumping a broom. It is kind of like jumping the broom. However, the it has not necessarily the white version. It has a lot more twists and turns and plot, twer- plot twists within this movie that jumping the broom didn't have. Um, so the different the the topic and the discussion at hand, I have several different topics that I want to talk about with this. Okay. Um, the first one is for you, Fran. What's up? Have you ever had a crush on one of your um straight friends or a friend in general? Fuck yes. So I think like back in like my middle school time frame, I'm sure I probably had a boyfriend, but not like a boyfriend. A boyfriend. Like I had like, of course I was like dating girls at the time but i always had like this i've always had at certain point in times in my life a best friend a straight quote-unquote best friend but it's always like some homoerotic shit that that happened mm-hmm. i've had friends that like didn't like me talking to certain friends or they got mad if i didn't call them before i went to bed like shit like that i'm like i don't know if you like gay for me but you asking for a lot of a lot emotionally you're asking for a lot emotionally and i don't know but I mean, at the time, I was kind of, I was kind of straight with it, you know. I was kind of with the shits. I like the, I like the, the male like attention. I like the chase of it, you know. Um, so yeah, I definitely feel like I definitely had probably like that gay crush. I can actually honestly say like, at one point in time, every guy I dated, it was kind of they were. I won't say they were modeled after my best friend, but like, I definitely compared them to my best friend for sure. So, yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> I definitely was in love with my best friend. Period. <laughs> and then I think that always happens. That he was by. Like, I think well after high, like I found that out well after high school, and I was like, "You were what?" And he was like, "You did not realize that in high school I was hitting on you." No, I didn't. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that. He and like we've had several conversations about it, and he was like, "I'm actually happy that you didn't realize that because then I wouldn't have such." We wouldn't have this relationship because I'm, he's a dick. He's an asshole. When he listens to this, he's probably going to cuss me out. He's a dick. Like, watching him in relationships and different people that he's dated, I'm happy that I'm just his best friend because he ain't shit. Yeah, I could definitely say for my best friend, it's just like, I feel like I know too much about you. I'm kind of, I'm very happy with where we where we are right now. But, like, I'm also kind of like, you're you're the guy I want, but I don't want you. Mm-mm. I don't want you. I, don't, I, I, you I don't can't just, fuck with you like that. I can't. Because, yeah. Because I ain't shit. You ain't you shit. You ain't shit. And we ain't going to be shit together. And in some relationships, that's okay. We don't kink shame around. We don't. That's okay. If y'all both not shit, but y'all together and y'all happy. That, that's good for y'all. And I'm happy for y'all. Yeah. However, for me in my corner. 
keep my energy my energy baby period um <laughs> you and this keeping my energy my energy i'm gonna get that shit printed on hats some dad hats you need to because you're such a dad do you think you can come out of the friend zone and if so do you think it would last do i think i can come out of a friend zone or pull somebody out of the friend zone either one i have complete confidence that i can be pulled out of the friend zone will i let somebody out of the friend zone probably not why is that it depends on that friend like there's certain people it's just like you're a friend and I'm, 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 I'm cool with it and if we cross that boundary like okay like i definitely have friends where it's like i'll probably date you like you haven't given me anything that makes me feel like nah you just gotta stay over here however there are certain people where it's just like they've done something it's like that was unforgivable or i won't say necessarily unforgivable it's just like if i tell you too many of my whole stories you know how much of a hoe i am so i can't date you <laughs> i can't but why date would you, you not want to date the person that you've told so many of your whole stories to that's the person that you could open up to nah because we get into an argument and you bring that shit up but why would you think that that person would bring it if somebody actually actively loves and cares about you why do you think that they would bring that up fuck that fuck all of that fuck all of that both of that some of that in between that fuck it like no but like that's there's a real thing i i feel like for me typically when i date people there's a certain image of them i i do have granted yes i do want to be able to have a best friend relationship with somebody i'm dating but if you're a friend or you're like a best friend of mine there's certain things i probably told you that i would not tell somebody that i'm dating dating you know what i'm saying like i, I try to keep those i'm gonna but say I try why to keep is them separate. that why is it that you just because like that's just that's just me but the goal the goal when dating is to marry that person so the person i wouldn't that say you that marry i ain't say that how, but that's what you do when you're dating the goal is at the, especially at the age that we're at now is are you dating just to date that person forever and just be an age i don't know if i believe in marriage so probably i'm gonna say like dating forever like yeah i definitely want to be with you and build a, a connection with you however there's for me it's just still like once you are in a relationship that's it we don't need to get married it depends on our situation like i've always said like if my partner wants to get married okay yeah cool like if it's something they want to do bet but for me personally i don't know if i believe in marriage why is that it seems just like a paper like in the gay community like i i get it because it's that i feel like the weight is a little heavier in the gay community um for the simple fact of for example if somebody's laid in the hospital and the husband feels a certain way and the family feels a certain way if they aren't illegally married or if that person you're dating if they aren't dating regardless of how long y'all been together the parent might not give you that right to say like he know i i know that this person wants to be cremated or i know this person will want to do this or i know i know this person just the the right to say i know this person will want this if it's your family your family can kind of say whatever they want to say versus especially if, if they don't agree with you being exactly so if you're gay and you have and you're married then you have that document of saying like at the end of the day like this is my husband i can speak on what, what he want. would want um so in that sense yes i believe marriage i believe in that document but a lot of y'all stay hoes when you marry a lot of y'all still on grinder i seen you i see you you gotta grind a bitch every now and then i ain't gonna lie i ain't gonna hold you i'll be bored <laughs> i do i ain't <laughs> I'd be bored. But why grind a hoe? Cause everybody on the same app. So you do have one, but you got all of them. Like You got a point. It's literally the same profile on Tinder. The only thing you is you gotta swipe. Grinder don't got nobody I wanna grind on. Tinder, Tinder ain't got no, no Tinderonis. It <laughs> look like everybody jack on jacked. Like it's all the same app. I feel you. 
I will say they're on my phone and I actually don't even go on them. I can tell you right now, I have so many messages that I don't even feel obligated to respond to. And that's okay. And it's like, you've seen my phone. You see the bottom has all, like that bottom feed has all of like my active apps. And like the other pages have apps that I don't even really like look at. And that's where they are. I like, that. I don't, I, I don't feel the need to get on that. Maybe there'll be an episode, Gay Apps. Maybe so. Uh, we can add that to the docket. Um, so you don't feel, okay. Uh, for me, would I pull someone out of the friend zone? It depends on the friend. Um, exactly, yeah. I agree It that. really depends on the friend. Have I had a situationship or dealings with someone that was a friend? Yes. Um, I feel like we all have. Do I feel like I, I don't know. Do I feel like I would, I don't know. It, uh, yeah, it really depends on the friend. If I would pull them in, it, would I pull Would I pull them back from being a friend? Just a friend. It depends on the friend. It depends on the friend. And not only does it depend on the friend, it depends on where I am in life and where they are in life. Yeah, because I, I feel like everybody provides something different. So, like, there are certain friends, like, when I first became friends with them, like, yeah, I probably wouldn't date you. And then, like, later on, I'm like, you know? Maybe so. I kind of fuck with you, but there are some people who's just like you're in that friend zone and you're so deep in that motherfucking big boy pocket that you're not getting out. Big boy jeans from uh, Bugle Boy or I hate you. Old Navy, whatever the fucking jeans was, you're so deep in that pocket, you're not moving. I hate you. You stuck in that with gum. I hate you. You stuck in the friend I zone. You painted that much of a picture. <laughs> stuck in that motherfucker like gum and corn. Like, that's you're it. You're stuck on that shit like what's the name's toy is on Toy Story. Period. At like, the bottom of that shoe. That's where you're stuck at. Name is stuck there. But I, I do feel like there's some people where it's like, although we were quote unquote friends, you're not that much of a friend where it's like, I wouldn't, I would not date you. Cause I mean, we, it, it's some people that I've had as fuck buddies where it's like, I trust them with certain information so I can consider them a friend. There are some people where I can have the same type of friendship relationship that I can with anybody else. And there are some people where it's like, this is the purpose you serve. So, if I feel like it's just it just depends on it the depends time on the frame. It um, really... Would I pull them out of the friend zone? Or I don't know. Like if I if you're a friend, it, there's I feel like there's difference. Okay, I feel like there's difference between like your friend and you're somebody that I put in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Like if I put you in that friend zone, you're probably not coming out. But if you're a friend, I might let you shoot your dart. Not gonna lie. Not shoot your dart. Shoot your um, dart. I do want to say, you guys, a lot of the uh, uh, all of the questions that we're talking about today has something to do with the movie. I don't want to give too much of the movie away. However, these questions have to do with the movie, so I probe you to watch the movie. It was really good, really good, especially if you're a part of the LGBTQ community. Watch it. What was it called? Um, it's called The Thing About Harry. The Thing About Harry. Like, there's something about Mary. Boom, bam. Get the fuck out. <laughs> did she get cum stuck in her hair? <laughs> she didn't, but he did. Um, wait, I, what? He, she didn't come sucking her hair. Oh, and there's he something jacked, about Mary. Yeah, he jacked off and was trying to jack off in the bathroom before their date because the friend. But wasn't in her hair? No, it was in his hair. And she saw it. I don't remember. I feel like that was in her hair. You did, it, we have to watch that one more time. I feel like that was stuck in her hair. Really? Yeah, like, like was that was the hair. gag of it. It was just like. She had like a little like swoop. No, it was because it stuck up in her hair. Was yeah, Cameron Diaz. You right. You right. I'm sorry. See, I have fucking. I'm up. sorry. I'm sorry. I have fucking up the church money. I'm not fucking up the church money. Just you know, misplaced it for a little bit. See. Okay. 
So another question why do you think we have so many white gay couples in movies and you rarely see black gay gay couples in tv shows and movies because this particular movie they had i feel like the character that the guy that played harry isn't white i feel like he's hispanic or hawaiian or sometimes latina yeah um but he played a white gay character so he played jennifer lopez basically um (laughs) she does romance movies yep and the Why other character, Sam, he was a white guy. If you know Glasses from Grey's Anatomy, that's who played um, Sam. Don't love him to death. That's how I found out about the movie. I follow Jake. Um, I love everything that he's doing. I support him. So if you guys don't know who Jake is, follow him on Instagram. Um, but yeah, it's it's like white. It's like it's very acceptable to be white and gay. But to be black and gay, you don't really see that. And they say that the black gay community is very promiscuous. And it's like, we don't get to see an active and long lasting relationship. There's nothing, there's nothing. Am I using it? Cause niggas ain't shit. Depicted. I think that's the right word. There isn't anything depicted to where we get to see it and actually mm-hmm. know that it's possible. I'll say for me, I've actually, I've, I grew up in a black lesbian household. My parents have been together since I was nine. They've been married since 2012. Um, so growing up, I've seen a lasting LGBTQ relationship, a working one. Um, so I know it's possible. However, there are other LGBTQ community members that don't get to see that so it's like why is it that depicted on television but yet we get shoved down our throats heterosexual norm- norms you ever seen that um that meme of tower bank she was like get that fag off my tv i'm not <laughs> watching it <laughs> i feel like that's pretty much what america thinks honestly like um people are kind of afraid of what they don't know so it's like when it comes to being gay and knowing a relationship or all, or, you know, whatever that may be, I, I, they're not going to show it because they don't know what that means. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like now, millennial general, generation Z, X, whatever we are, I feel like, yes, now we're starting to see those things. But back when we were younger, it's kind of like you may have like a gay cousin. Like for me, I've never seen a gay relationship until I got in one. Hell, I've barely seen a happy straight couple. Like I've seen relationships, but I've never seen like... And that's probably why I feel the way I do about marriage. It's like I've never seen that successful. a successful relationship, hetero or gay relationship. And it's just like, what does a successful relationship mean? I personally don't know myself. I'm still trying to figure that out. But yeah, like I, I feel like now that we're seeing it on TV, like I'm happy that we're seeing it on TV. But like back in the day, I, I, I wouldn't have expected to see it on TV because we had a gay cousin that I wouldn't say we didn't acknowledge him. We acknowledged him, but we didn't acknowledge that our cousin was gay. Was gay we never my family though we've never been we've never had anything with it but it's just kind of like oh you know that's that's him he that's what he does okay that's boom bam versus like getting out to atlanta and it's just like there's a gay community i don't even think i know any like real straight people at this point in time if i do i don't really talk to them hang around them much because it's like we have our own community we have our own clubs we have our own whatever it is like shit we have our own shows like now we're being introduced as characters on shows but even still like for example sabrina teenage witch like the cousin that was gay in that he's now in a hetero relationship he was introduced like as a gay introduce, character they, they they it's like they sub us it's like it's here but 
I'm gonna do enough to make you motherfuckers happy, but not too much. Right. It's like, don't you niggas get because too happy? Because even with Jamal on, um, and I hate to bring him up, even with Jamal on Empire, they showed it to us, but it was really I'm still a still give homie a run. I ain't gonna lie to you. I give him a good flip flop like a Nike. Like, <laughs> I really hope we might picked up that slap. Yeah. Um, but I ain't even gonna hold y'all. Probably would. Too. Yeah. You know, Lucius had some cute kids. All the Lucius kids is fine. But yeah, like it just—I feel like it's—it's it's tease and it's not really shown. Yeah, I'm, 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 I can't really disagree with that. Um, I will say, like, <clears throat> fuck it. I don't know. Like it's it's here but it's not here like it's it's still in that same category of like like i said it's like it's here but we just don't acknowledge it's just like our gay uncles gay cousins or whatever um it's just like almost like walking down the street you'll see a a a hetero couple walking and being happy shoulder and happy and shit but like a gay couple like a lot of people like are not pda like they just don't that's not one of their things or you have some people that is just like I'm afraid to walk out holding your hand. Or you have some people that's like, bitch, I'm doing it and you gonna hold my hand too, but your partner now feels uncomfortable. Right. And like in the like gay You don't want to make your partner feel uncomfortable, but you also don't want you also want to be able to be affectionate and be lovey dovey. Yeah, and it's crazy because like although we're in Atlanta and it's a very gay city, it's still a it's red state. It's still a red state. Very much still a red you state. You still have to I still actively watch where I go and get gas when I'm in drag. I feel you. Um, Motherfucker might slide into your DMs. You never know. Um, okay, so ha- um, going along with the movie, Harry identified as pansexual. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt as though your sexuality sexuality was fluid? Also, um, do you think more DL men exist due to people not being more accepting to men exploring their sexuality? As in today compared to like back then? I'm talking about today. I feel like DL men definitely are still around, but I feel like it's a little more acceptable now, so they don't necessarily have to be DL. Like now, like for example, talking about Love is Blind, mm-hmm. um, there's a whole character who identifies bi, and it's like on a TV show, but we see how that turned out. So, do you um, think so that then comes to play that it's not really accepted for men to explore this? But here in that specific situation, I don't feel like she was necessarily saying she wouldn't date him. I feel like he put himself in that situation of just kind of like talking shit and i hate to say it but kind of like not being honest i'm gonna say even not being honest because like at the point he was honest about it he was honest about it but it's like when it came to him and him his conversation along with her it was just like he was kind of being offended of like it, not trying to sound conversable it's like he just turned gay so if he really is gay like i can believe it off of how he reacted it wasn't like a okay i've told you you don't really seem upset so let's how we're we resolving the situation it was just like well, girl, why this? And da 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 He just, like, immediately just turned gay. And it was like, she didn't say any, like, she had a problem with you being gay. She didn't say, I don't want to date you because you've been with a guy. She didn't say any of these things. It was just kind of like, her question from what I've seen, I can only speak from what I've seen. But the video was like, why didn't you tell me before you got engaged to me or that you got engaged to me? Like, we've been dating this long. Why isn't that something you told me up front? Mm-hmm. Like, that's more so where it came from me. And that's why I was a little disappointed because it's like, now one time that she's like, Oh, I can't fuck with you because you fuck with niggas or whatever it was. It was literally, why didn't you tell me this before we got engaged? He was the one that called the engage off. He was the one that threw her ring into the pool. Like once he called her a bitch, that's when she took the ring off. Oh, which yeah, I'm definitely taking the ring off. We fighting. Yeah, and period. Dating guys wise, we would have definitely been at a fucking pool fighting. They would have called. 
It'll look like a love and hip hop scene. Security been around grabbing us. All right, bitch, we about to go up under this water. We about to fight. It would have been it would have been another scene of Portia and Kenya when Portia dragged Kenya um off that stage at that reunion. Woo. Call it what you want, but we've definitely been out of month. We'd have ended that season. Thumping and thumping. Thumping and thumping. Get the fuck out. I don't even think thumping is a word. I don't think so even. <laughs> it is one now. Okay, so the last question from the movie is Um It was quite different. Harry was the more masculine masculine. Um Which was the job. Yes. Okay. And he was pansexual. Harry was the gay guy and he was more the feminine, feminine um energy. Mm-hmm. Um Harry wanted marriage, kids, and white picket fits. Sam wanted a career in politics. So with that being said, it's a two-part question. Do you believe in heterosexual norms within the gay community? And it also do you want that fairy tale ending? Husband, wife, um, kids. Both of them. <laughs> um, kids, you know, dog, house, all that. I mean, I I I, I kinda I get both sides of that. It's like you do want to have your career, you do also want to have your family. I feel like it's kinda like an on and off switch for both of those. Um I feel like both can be done. I, yeah like I feel like both can be done it's just like because I'm saying I'm doing this why does that one stop you from you know yeah, other. when I come home why does that stop us from like talking about kids or whatever we want to do and I can still have my career um, when it comes to politics yeah you probably don't be like hey vote for me and you know you live that lifestyle because at the end of the day Americans are fucking ignorant so they're but not going why to why not still do it so that way it gives Americans because we have we have we have several people in government that are I'm LGBTQ identifying And I'm, I'm I'm a little ignorant to that I don't know name one of them Oh we have um, Every time I know of one of them the, um, Olivia Alfgen One of our One of our Government officials in Atlanta um, She's LGBTQ She's a lesbian um, Yeah I knew, I knew that Shout out to that. Park Cannon um, Yeah no, Nothing There's a mayor in A state on the west coast She's a lesbian um, But isn't Did we have a gay male? We have a in one of the Carolinas. It's either in one of the Carolinas or Alabama. One of the mayors is gay. White guy or black guy? Black. Go off, sis. Right. Yes, niece. Right. When I saw that on news uh, on, on Buzzfeed, I was like, <laughs> "What else? Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Um, but like, do you want that fairy tale ending? Do you want the white picket fence? Do you want to get married? Well, you know, you said you don't believe in marriage. Yeah, I mean, if my partner wants to get married, like I'm not opposed to it. Like I'm really not. What about if it's a female and she wants to get married? Yikes. <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel about that. I ain't gonna lie to you. Even yeah, because it's like I don't feel like my I don't feel like this paper is going to say how much I love you. If you want to just have a. a I don't even know how weddings go. If you want to have a, a ceremony, a ceremony. There we go. I'm about to say a fucking recession. If you want to have a ceremony, I'm a little tipsy. If you want to have a ceremony, a recession. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If you want to have a ceremony, okay, like yeah, cool, we can do that. Even if it was like a guy, if you just want to have a ceremony, okay, cool, like we can do that. I just feel like, okay, now that we have this paper, now what? Does that change anything about our relationship? And if it doesn't, we could have 
not been married skipped all that and saved money and yeah like in and i wouldn't say necessarily in hetero relationships where it's like the situation of like your parents are going to speak before the person you've been with but it's a little more likely that the parents are going to be okay with that versus your gay couple you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and shit sometimes it, I, I would hate to say it might not even be the parent to be able to make the decision it's somebody else you know what i'm saying like so I, in the gay community I understand the reason for that paper to say like yes we're married yes we have legal rights to each other that I get but in the hetero community it's kind of like it's just one of those things where it's that's a privilege for y'all privileged hetero community type shit um, but do I want to have a family yes absolutely I want a bully pit in a front yard I want to live in a nice like two story house yes I want to have my boys. wife yes i want my twin boys like yes i absolutely do want to live that um but i'm not afraid to be a single parent i feel like that's what it is for me it's just like i can be a single parent and still have that exact same lifestyle but do you think that it's you think you feel that way because you've only seen a single yep period so basically i wouldn't say i wouldn't say just yeah that's it but it's like because i've seen my mom raise me and i've seen my mom my grandmother raise my mom it's kind of like i know i can do it on my own so so basically it all just boils down to what you that's what i've seen yeah um i definitely will say like i would want to have a two-parent household household however if it comes down and i gotta be the little light-skinned chick on uh she's gotta have it then god damn it that's what it is we are a two-part package (laughs) it's both of us or none of us like but if it's just me and my jit so being her yeah being so stern what the fuck are you gonna do yeah get out but if it's me and my jit, that's it. Like for me, I want. I don't want to get married just to have the ceremony. Granted, we all know me. I, I want to walk down to high school by Nicki Minaj. I know you do. I want to have a <laughs> concert. That's why I'm there. To be honest, that was like one of the first things you you said that in that song by Mary J. Blige and Method Man. Yes, that is a that perfect was the first thing you said. That me. is such a wedding song. Like you're all I need, <laughs> y'all. I looked at him and it was like you are so no but that's you a that's some real shit that was nigga. some real shit that was a real ass verse like you are really you are you are you give me real baby boy no but that was a romantic ass movie too anywho for me i i want that not because i just i do don't get me wrong i do want to have a wedding i'm not invited oh, i i can say this now i'm not inviting all of my family i'm not inviting all of my friends i want something you just know when you get that invite from me huh you just know if you get that invite from me right period or find out on facebook not even you'll see pictures on facebook because that's how you know you wasn't invited um for me i want that i i i want the ceremony but for me it's not just about the ceremony it's about us being married it's about i want to be able to for me that's a legacy that's that's a union and that's us binding our family and creating our own legacy because not only are we combining our last names we're creating we're starting a family so our kids will have our last names that's how i'm going to for me that's me leaving my stamp on the world that's me leaving my legacy my family me and my husband and our kids we all have the same name we're starting our legacy and we're starting our family so for me it's that's more so of it for me i don't even know if i'm the same last name as my husband if i'd marry a guy would you want him to take your last name or would you want him to take your last name to be honest i don't really care i kind of want to keep my own name 
I feel that I kind of want both. I would want me and my husband to hyphenate both of our names because I would want. Do I want to hyphenate? Like, just back the fuck up. Like, why are you so close over here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, we married, but goddamn, you want to have my last name and I gotta have your last name. That's a lot. I mean, I wouldn't say necessarily. For me, I wouldn't technically. I wouldn't. I feel like when we have kids, my, that's when it's like the hyphenation. Hyphenation. But back the fuck up. For me, I wouldn't necessarily make my husband. I w- it wouldn't be a big deal for me if he wanted to hyphenate or not. For me, I would hyphenate because for me personally, I don't like my middle names. So there's that. You said you don't like your middle name. Yeah, I can get What's rid of one of them bitches. It's two. I don't need both of them hoes. One of them, I for sure damn don't need because that I didn't ain't know my you, daddy. I didn't know you have to drop a middle name when you get married. I didn't well, know you had no, to drop. When you name. hyphenate, you drop your middle name. I never knew that. Really? Yeah, because you can't have all of those names because when you hyphenate, when you get married, your birth certificate changes. Oh, I'm not that, moving. So that's another reason I'm not moving. That my your name. your name goes that that because here's the thing, you're now married. So when that spouse Beyonce, say for Gis- instance, Giselle Carter Knowles, she still got her damn middle name. Probably not legally. That I I, I don't know. That's but. because she didn't hyphenate. She probably didn't. It's probably not legally where she has Giselle still. Legal documents, you can't have. You have to get rid of a name. See here, it's a hyphenate, and that's why I want to get married. But it's here's too the much. situation. You're saying it's too much, but here's the thing: when it, it say for instance, you are in a coma and your family is battling and fighting, you your spouse has your last name. You have your spouse's last name. That's on your birth certificate. That's your paper proof if you go to the courts. And if that's what it is, then that's what it is. I'm probably just going to like everywhere else that does not exist. What you mean? Meaning, yes, if I'm in the hospital and we're down to that situation, they need to see a legal document and it, you need to see that person's last name to say prove that we're married. Or if I can't just show you my goddamn marriage license, then okay, yeah, cool. I'll show you that. But outside of that, my name is still my first Yeah, because if you look at Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian was still Kim Kardashian up until she was Kim Kardashian I'm West. I'm still fucking who I am. I got to just... That's too she ain't much. Take nobody's last name until she got with um Kanye. Have you seen you know the shirts that says like Paris, Rome, London, shit like that? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the one where it's like Chris, Kylie, and like it's like that and then last name is Kanye? I can <laughs> no. I was like, that's so fucking funny. That's fucking funny. I want one that said Black China. She's my favorite Kardashian still. Adrian's mine. From 3LW? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know she's with Rob before China. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, but who finessed? Huh? Who finessed, though? The only reason why Adrian left her, left him, was because he cheated on her with Rita Ora. That still ain't got nothing to do with Black China. She got nothing to do with the fuck she She got nothing. She did what the fuck need to be done. I'm looking at now. At the goddamn Emmys. With finger waves, bitch. How the fuck you at the motherfucking... No, she wasn't at the Emmys. She was at the Golden Globes. Higher than the fucking Emmys. Bitch, why the fuck are you there? What acting skills? What what was you in? She had a show. No 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 She still got an invitation. It don't matter. My bitch was still in there. She was there. She looked My bitch still was there. She looked like Cruella the fucking Deville. Period. Um. Well, that wraps up um the top bottom theory. Um. We're gonna segue up, and we hope you like that episode. Um. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Do you want to be in a fairy tale um life? Um. Are you pansexual? Are you not pansexual? Do you identify with another little? of the lgbt community or are you just straight you know still cool you know you like the heteros um 
You got a secret obsession so this before week? We, I was going to suck with it. That's where I was going. Oh. Um, so before we get up out of here and we do sup on y'all, my secret obsession of the fucking week is Juicy Crab in Atlanta. Mm. Bitch. I love me some crabs. I actually, my Woo! Uber driver on the way to the airport, she was actually from um, Tampa. And so she felt that craving for seafood, seafood. the way I do. She knows like a crab shack or whatever. They're from Florida. I got the Instagram. So we going. Period. Slick Mike. Not Period. a post. Hello. Um, um, but that's my, my secret obsession. I've been really craving crabs and seafood. So, yeah. Uh, my secret obsession. To be honest, I'm not, I'm not even sure. I don't even know who I got one. The podcast. I mean... I mean, secretly, secretly, the- it is your secret obsession. You call me, and I could be talking to you about something totally different, and you will change the subject and start talking about shit. And it'd be like, that's not even what I called you, fuck, nigga. But that's what we're talking about now. So, yeah, that's definitely from my secret obsession. Uh, thank you again to everybody that's listened, who's giving us uh, feedback. Uh, we really fuck with y'all a long way and a short. And y'all know how Keep that shit go. You know, fuck with your boy. Don't let nobody change you. Stay black and don't become a hashtag. Period. Thank y'all for listening. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.